0: Hey guys, and welcome to Quality Shot. Right, the WTA Miami Masters final is here, and it's an absolute cracker. Naomi Osaka versus Iga Swiatek. I mean, could we have asked for a better final? I don't think so. To be perfectly honest with you, with Barty retiring recently, this is for me personally one of the best matchups we could have gotten. So I'm really, really happy to get it. Uh, very, very happy. And considering how well all of these people, well, sorry, both these players have been playing, Svantec is unbeaten in Masters 1000 tournaments so far. She hasn't looked at all like getting beaten, to be fair, this whole Miami tournament. Could she do the Sunshine Double after winning Indian Wells with such a short turnaround? You would have thought she would have some type of fatigue or a little bit of drop in form. Not to be. She has been relentless throughout this whole tournament so far. And Naomi Osaka, on the other hand, let's be honest. I mean, a lot of people are thinking, when is she going to come back into form? Well, she answered those people's questions in Miami in this tournament, playing some fantastic tennis, looking as good as she's looked since playing and winning her four Grand Slam titles. In her last match against Bencic, the Olympic gold medalist, she hit 18 aces, looks so good on serve. The backhand is firing beautifully, and her backhand went on song as one of the best on tour. And her groundstrokes generally just power personified, great placement, great depth. And she is one of the elite baseliners of this generation uh, is Naomi Osaka. Iga Swiatek? her game is just pieced together really nicely uh, the, in the start of 2022, to be perfectly honest with you, it's been a really, really good um, I think it's been a fantastic start, really, in 2022 for her. Yes, she would have been disappointed not to make the Australian Open final, playing and losing to Daniel Collins in the semifinals of that Grand Slam. But since then, she's been imperious, winning Doha, Indian Wells, and now in the final of this tournament. Who's going to win? For me, it's a complete 50-50. It really is. Uh, the head-to-head is 1-0 to Osaka. So Osaka has the only win and only match played between the two. Uh, that was at the Canadian Masters in 2019, a straight-set victory, but not much to take from that. Osaka is slightly older than Sviontek, and Sviontek, at only 20 years of age, would have only been 17 then, so not a lot really to take from it. She's improved drastically as a hardcourt player. At first, seen really as a clay quarter, predominantly, and not seen as someone who would be able to dominate on the hardcourts, she's completely dispelled those myths and just said look I'm a fantastic all-court player and I can play on any surface I'm good enough too and she's really stepped up to the plate she is the current world number one I know here it says here WTA number two but the live ranking she is number one she will be after this tournament Uh, Ashley Barty of course retiring Miami Osaka you can only imagine will start to rise up through the rankings again And we know she's a top three player, um, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, She just has had a loss of form and also a lack of also participation in events because of mental health issues, which is never great to hear or see a player go through. So good to see her back on court. In terms of the actual matchup as well and how I see it going, I think it's a really intriguing one. And a lot of this might come down to the serve return dynamic, to be perfectly honest with you. I know the court... In my court, sorry, even in Miami, are relatively slow and high bouncing, such as Indian Wells. But it's still a hard court at the end of the day, and movement is really key. And Osaka moves best on hard courts. She's at home and very comfortable on the hard courts for Tech She's a fantastic clay court player, and yes, these courts are playing similar to Clay, but the movement is very different. However, she is moving very well on the court. So That kind of then cancels it out. The biggest thing for me will be how does Sviantek battle against uh, or really fight against that Osaka serve? Because if she serves like she did against Bencic, it's going to be a very, very tough ask to get a break of serve, to be perfectly honest with you. Osaka serving 18 aces in those two sets. uh, Sorry, in those three sets, even against Bencic. And you just feel that Osaka if she has a very good serving day, it's going to be really tough for Shviontek, especially with Osaka's one-plus play behind the serve. Normally, it ends up being a fantastic ground stroke, deep and powerful, because most of the time, if she's made her first serve, the opponent's not getting that back with a lot on it, or a lot of depth on it anyway, and she then adds to that return with interest. So she is a phenomenal player, Osaka, the Japanese um, superstar, and I think... Talent-wise, she is one of the most talented on tour. But I tell you what, we cannot sleep on Shviontek because returning-wise, she's not a bad returner whatsoever. So that's why I feel like that's, the service games on Osaka's serve could be very interesting. Shviontek, especially on the backhand, is very solid on the returns. Uh, and the forehand has looked very good as well. She's managed to dictate with it uh, throughout this whole year for the most part. It's very, very good. Whereas last year, she had some issues with it. I think technically it's not, well, it's not the most orthodox in terms of technique, but we've seen with someone, for example, like Medvedev, you don't necessarily need to have the most orthodox technique. It just needs to be something that is repeatable and works for you, and you're able to replicate time and time and time again, and you're able to have success with um, and easily find timing from it. And Svyontek, I think, has proven that. Uh, the forehands look much better. She's been striking the ball a lot cleaner. And uh, I think it's more the mental side of things, the and determination she's shown in the clutch points. Uh, well, sorry, she has been clutch in the pressure points has Sviontek, and that has been the most impressive thing for me. And you can just imagine mentally she is so, so strong at the moment. She really does seem it on the court. And you just feel that if it gets to those really, really crucial points, she can potentially have the upper edge. Uh, but for Asaka, there's definitely an opportunity to blow Shryontek away, but if she does, she's gonna to have to play some of her best tennis, to say the least. She has the potential to blow Shryontek off the court, but similarly Shryontek has consistency and I think the the tennis IQ uh, to get Asaka into uncomfortable positions and that's what Shryontek should be looking to do. make Asaka move um, a lot for one. Because Osaka, I think one of the weaknesses in the game is her movement. She doesn't move badly on hard courts, but it's not something that you would say is a a huge positive in her game. The striking on the tennis ball, you know, her serve, her ability to hit the ball deeper and the kind of the velocity behind the ground strokes, fantastic. But in terms of movement specifically up and down and side to side, you wouldn't say she's one of the best movers in the women's game. Sviantek is one of the best movers in the women's game for me. And she can definitely, I think, take Osaka into deep waters. And if she does, the longer the rally goes on, the more you feel that Shriontek will have a better chance of winning that point. Um Osaka is, you know, is able to keep with people for long periods of time, but Shriontec has a type of consistency that you would imagine will outlast someone like Osaka. Osaka doesn't want to be in rallies longer than nine shots. She wants to be getting the point done and dusted by that point. So another, I guess, option for Osaka is to potentially serve and volley, but she doesn't really volley too much. Shviontek has actually had a more diverse approach to her game recently. She has volleyed on occasion, um, hitting approach shots. That is a little bit of a, uh, I guess, a, for me anyway, it's a bit of a risky strategy against Osaka. The approach shot has to be really good because Osaka... She hits them also cleanly and uh, she passes people with ease at times. And you just feel that Sriyantek has to be really solid and then composed coming to the net as well. And it has to be approaching to the right shots. And an execution on those approach shots is just crucial uh, if she is going to employ that. But she needs to use her angles. Asaka as well finds fantastic angles. That's something that is so unique to her game. But Sriyantek is similar. She's able to find these fantastic angles, especially on the backhand, which is a bit flatter at times. She's able to find fantastic angles cross court. That's what she needs to be trying to utilize because Asaka running um, you know to her left on her backhand side, and then also having to kind of hit an awkward backhand low at her ankles potentially. It's not ideal, and uh, it will put her in an uncomfortable position. and that's how Shirontech for me wins is by serving one consistently, returning a lot of balls back in the court making sure that she makes Asaka play as many balls as possible Uh, and then also using her angles using uh, her ability to hit the ball deep and cleanly but also sticking with Asaka in the rallies not giving anything easy, cutting out any unforced errors just playing very, very consistent tennis and if she plays consistent tennis it'll take Asaka playing at a very high level to then beat Shriontek and if that happens, Shriontek might say, fair enough uh, of course, as well as always in tennis, it comes down to the pressure points as well. Sometimes you can win uh, more points than your opponent but still lose the match. So, how um, both players manage those big points will be crucial as well. Uh, for Osaka, for me, she has to be, I think, mentally calm. She needs to serve well. She serves well on a first serve. She's got a very good chance of winning, making a lot of first serves in the first, the one plus shot. If she's backing it up nicely. As she has been throughout the tournament, then it's going to be very hard to break her. And then on returns, I think she said she's been working on a return a lot, uh, trying to step into the court more. Against Svantech, the second service is actually quite weak. Uh, so that's something she will be able to potentially attack. And I'm sure she will try to. And um, that is something that Svantech is going to have to look out for because she will have to try and make as many first serves as possible because she won't be wanting Asako stepping in. On her second serve, and potentially hitting return winners or putting the Polish player on the back foot straight away. So that's another big opportunity for Osaka. Uh, and then for me, it's can she break down the Sviantec forehand, forehand to forehand? She will actually, fa- she will definitely fancy herself in that exchange. Even in the backhand to backhand, she'll probably feel that oh, I've got the bigger weapons. I just need to make sure uh, that okay, yes, I don't want the rally to go longer than nine shots, but I also don't want to be going too close to the lines. that I'm making too many on errors, so it's going to be a balancing act for Asaka for sure. Um, but she plays how she has been playing, and I, I think it will be difficult for Shurantek, but Shurantek has been in phenomenal form. And she really has been. So as you can tell, I'm very much in two minds about it. I'm going to go... It's really tough. Um, I'm going to go Osaka in three sets but with absolutely no confidence whatsoever. I could easily see Sviantek winning. I really could. She's just been playing so well. Uh, Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Uh, But very much looking forward to this one. I do think it could be a question of a couple of points um, swinging either way, and that would potentially decide the match. That's how I feel. I could see a tiebreaker, even two potentially. So very much looking forward to this uh thank you very much guys for tuning in do appreciate it please remember to smash the like button and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already and uh, i genuinely implore you if you're not already planning on watching this make sure you do because i think it's gonna be a cracker i really do uh thank you very much guys stay safe a while well, and i'll see you on the next